Hey, we we did it. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, my mixer just decided to die all of a sudden. So that's fun. Uh, but hello, welcome to an episode of Best of Five. Uh, the return of Best of Five. We took uh, quite a long hiatus after CEO. I had to get some of my life stuff in order, and I have good news and bad news. Uh, but I'll announce all that stuff later. So, we have just the kid. He's chilling in the green room. We got him all the red M&Ms, all the green Skittles. Asks, uh, he, that was his request. I don't know. You ha- you're going to have to ask him. Uh, but tonight on the show, we're going to catch up on everything that we've missed uh, since a couple weeks ago. So, we've got Mortal Kombat 1 updates. We've got Street Fighter 6 updates. We got Evo updates. We've got updates on updates on updates. But before all that, speaking of updates, this came out earlier today and I wanted to share it. Maybe I could turn on the audio. There we go. I, I don't know what's going on, man. I've been having computer troubles. I get a, I got another part coming in tomorrow. Uh, but how about that, though, right? Uh, Cuddlecore and UU getting picked up by C9. Uh, I th- believe this is the first time we've seen C9 get representation on non-platform fighting FGC. Because I know I think Mango from Super Smash Brothers is a C9 guy. Uh, so shout-outs to C9 representing Cuddlecore. Cuddlecore, you know, one of the one of the best players in the biz, one of the best people in the biz. Uh, she's been grinding and grinding and grinding, so happy to see her. Uh, hard work payoff. And Yuyu, we haven't seen Yuyu in a while, so hopefully that means we'll get to see more of Yuyu if uh, C9 is taking care of her and flying her out the tournament. So congrats to the both of them. Give them a little round of applause. Uh, so that's really, really exciting, and that came out earlier today. So congratulations to C9, and congratulations to Kurokor and Yuyu for uh, the big pickups. That's super-duper exciting. Now, let's get to Mortal Kombat 1. So this came out as I was in the middle of traveling, so I didn't quite get to see this trailer. However, uh, from all of the updates that I've been hearing about from the combat cast, from all of the updates I've been hearing about uh, Word on the Grapevine-wise... It seems like Mortal Kombat 1 is looking good, right? Uh, everybody got a um, everybody got a chance to play uh, with the closed beta. And I believe there's going to be another open beta. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we're going to get to play it at EVO. I have to double check on that. It seems like from the initial impressions that we've seen on trailers, the initial impressions that we've gotten from the open or uh, from the closed betas, uh, everything is looking good. People seem to be very optimistic. The game looks good. The stuff sounds good. And then they dropped this on us. Again, probably audio would be good. 
The Lin Kuei is a centuries-old clan dedicated to Earthrealm's defense. I will need your help. The fate of the realms may depend on it. I will emerge victorious. We settle for defending Earthrealm when we could help lead it. There's fire. Whatever it takes, I am with you. We may not share blood, but we are brothers. The Lin Kuei, we have been expecting you. you to learn our secrets. Rain will fall upon you like daggers from the sky. Kuei's flame is not easily smothered. Well, damn. Uh, so that is the new trailer for the Lin Kuei. Uh, and, you know, it's so weird seeing uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero <laughs> fighting alongside each other. Also, something that's so cool is I feel like as far as audio goes, as far as like music goes, I feel like Mortal Kombat has always been one of the weaker games, right? Like I don't like you don't play Mortal Kombat for the music, right? You play Mortal Kombat because of the gameplay and because of the crazy wacky stuff. Uh, but if the audio for the, if the song for this trailer, if the tune for this trailer is what we can expect in the game, I'm looking forward to it because I was bopping my head over here. I was like doing this stank face, you know, the 
So I'm down for it. Also, uh, lots of reveals, right? They showed smoke. They showed rain. Uh, they showed a couple of the cameo fighters, Sector and Cyrax. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This is looking good. They got the Devil May... Wait, Die by Sword, is that for real? They got the Devil May Cry guy to do the soundtrack? Because if so, that's really exciting. That's really exciting. Because I, I feel like Mortal Kombat has always been the weakest in, like, music, right? So, I'm s that if they're going this direction with it, I'm all in. Um, damn. Okay, so that's really fucking cool then. All right, cool. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but, uh... Uh, dude, all the new redesigns are crazy, right? We see Smoke. He no longer has, like, the the hair that looks like he got, like, shocked, right? Uh, we saw Frost as well as one of the cameo fighters, Cyrax and Sector. They look crazy good, right? They're all back to their classic look. Uh, Rain looks so crazy different. I think this is the first time that they've shown him as, like, a mage guy. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Also, like, whatever's going on with the story there is a little bit wacky, right? Because, you know... They're doing weird stuff, and Sub-Zero seems like he's trying to, like, do stuff that is weird. I don't know. I don't know. It looks pretty exciting. And I think the person that died by the smoke fatality at the very end might have been Raiden, if I'm not mistaken. So, interested to see where all that goes. And it's important to remember that that's coming up soon. That's in, like, two months. That's crazy. They kept that under wraps. Can we, uh, so Shayon in the chat saying, can we just protest the fact that NRS always uses a character to force pre-order? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm with you where I feel like if I'm paying 60 bucks and there's a character that's immediately on release as a DLC, it doesn't really feel great. But I feel like that's just how things are as much as I hate to say it, right? Um, so it's unfortunate. And I'm hoping that it's one of those things where you can pre-purchase and play them or you have to, like, beat the story or something to unlock them, right? So we'll see what happens with that. But I'm trying to think. Yeah, there. I don't know. There's a ton of games that do that now. It's just the world we live in, man. As, and as much as I hate it, right? I, I'm not a big fan of it. I think it genuinely might be one of those things where you can unlock them another way. Or he'll be released, like, early as a DLC character. I don't know. Um, and as far as, like, pre-order bonuses goes, like, I've never pre-ordered a Mortal Kombat game, and I've always gotten the pre-order bonus, so leave, take that however you will. I always buy it the day it releases, and they're still giving out pre-order bonuses when you buy it, so, uh, although I'm sure if somebody buys it, like, a week later, it's probably not gonna get the pre-order bonus, but, you know, not to diminish the point, because I do agree, I think it's a little bit weird, um, but, eh, you know, that's, eh, again, that's just the world we live in, and it sucks. But with that said, though, the game looks crazy, good. Uh, if they're like, if they're really going with like this new music direction, I cannot wait. Uh, the story seems super interesting. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, you know, Mortal Kombat, uh, the combat cast came back and they showed Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage looks sick. Uh, I, 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 there's nothing left to be said. I just want to play the game. I'm so sad I didn't get to play the beta because I was at CEO. Elon on the top left. Uh, has uh, some of the updates that we got for Street Fighter Six that we need to catch up on. So I'm going to send it up to him. And then after him, we're going to go to our interview with Just the Kid because it is almost 8.30. So Elon on the top left, take it away.
Hello, it's me. I'm Elon on the top left. Uh, how's it going? Haven't seen you guys in a while. So, let's talk about Street Fighter VI and Tap2GG with the shout-out. Thank you, Tap2GG. I like you, too. I'm a big fan. Want to see Johnny? Oh, dude. That's right. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I got to send it to Elon on the bottom. Hold on. Whoops. That's the wrong one. There you go. Hello. It's me again. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Johnny Cage. I can't wait. I watched Bloodsport the other night just to, like, refresh on it. I'm super hype, right? Especially if, like, we get his voiceover, although I don't think that's going to happen. But if we get his voice in there, too, it's going to be pretty cool. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Back up there. Hello. Hello. Okay. Street Fighter Sex time. Uh, so, uh, to our surprise, Die by Sword, that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Uh, to our surprise, uh, last week, we got shown a battle pass in Street Fighter Six. that is all about Rashid, right? And about Rashid's imminent return to Street Fighter. Uh, and in the battle pass are, you know, like all the cosmetics you could possibly want Rashid related right like you can get like his running pants and his shoes and his top and his eye thing and you can like get emotes right like it's pretty cool I'm a big fan of the fact that they're doing battle passes like that especially because I bought the first one and if you finish them you have enough fighter coins to buy the next one that's awesome um but yeah, uh, yeah, the turbulent wind Armageddon is a coming. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Rashid is on his way. He arrives on the 24th, which is coincidentally the end of the battle pass. So that's pretty cool. Everybody was kind of expecting him to be shown off at Evo, but they just, you know, they just released him before Evo. And he is Evo legal. That's the crazy thing is we're going to get a character that is coming out on the 24th, which is... One week, one week before the Evo tournament starts. So a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are excited. I'm someone who likes to watch the world burn. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen, right? I can't wait to see like what this decision means for uh, for the game. And if it's going to be one of those things where we're going to have eight Rashids in top eight, then I'm pretty sure Capcom's going to think twice about <laughs> releasing the characters then. Uh, but anyway... We're going to get to Evo numbers later. But uh, I did want to show off uh, the gameplay trailer for Rashid because he has some crazy new tricks up his sleeve. So here's the trailer.
the camera got my good side. <laughs> And that's Rashid. And I got to tell you, as soon as I saw he's got like double jumps, I got sick. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to having to fight that. But with that said, he looks so sick, right? Uh, there, You can see like after some of the moves, after some of his moves, there's like a tornado after image that still affects his uh, mobility. Uh, so I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. Uh, I'm excited to see like how many jumps he has. <laughs> uh like the fact that he got like he gets like a crazy follow up after like spinning mixer, after the uh, the V trigger, which is, I'm guessing is his level two, uh, which is the same from uh, same V trigger one from Street Fighter Five, so it's pretty exciting, man. He looks crazy. Uh, you can tell that the crew over at Capcom definitely like wanted to show off cloth physics because uh, everything looks really really good. Uh, I think it was James Chen on the Tuesday show that said. Street Fighter Five, his clothing used to like clip through his chest, and now look where they are. <laughs> so, I guess that's what gets you those big budget numbers, or gets guess that's what those big budget numbers get you. All right, it is eight thirty, so I think it is time for us to bring on our special guest, the person of the hour, uh, just a kid. You ready to go? All right, yeah. hell yeah. yeah! So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the only person to main jury who is not a foot fetishist the midwestern savior taking the entire midwest on his back a couple years ago and then doing it again this year uh the one and the only just a kid hello how's it What's going good? i'm just chilling how's your day dude I, i'm doing okay man um i was a little bit nervous to start the show because i haven't done it in a while but you know once we got going it feels it feels like home you know what i mean yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, can you not say foot fetish ever again? Yeah, I ever? got you. Well, I said you're not. Okay. Well, yeah, but you know, I just don't, 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 don't ever okay. say like jury. Well, okay. Sixty-two percent of jury players don't have foot fetishes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know that other like you know other percentage we don't we don't mm -hmm. we don't talk about that. You know? Okay. Okay, you got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was an independent study done, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The numbers I've, uh, don't lie. I've done the research. I've okay. done the research myself. Sick. Sick. Dude, thank you for doing the research. Really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, just a kid, I'm super happy to have you on the podcast. You're someone I've wanted to have on the show for a hot minute, so I'm glad this finally worked out. Uh, I Here's what I want to start with, um, and I love talking to people about this. How did you find out the FGC was a thing? Like, how did you find out what your locos are? That That is going back. I want to say that was 2014, I want to say. Um, basically, uh, I, I basically 2008, I my dad bought me a PS3 and he had Street Fighter 4 Vanilla. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was the scrubbiest thing ever. I thought it was trash, mainly because I couldn't be Seth CPU. <laughs> with my jump sweet meta <laughs> and then i learned what focus attack was and i was like oh this is the most broken thing ever and then i was like but the computer's reacting to it and just spd me and i'm like what do i do i'm not playing playing this game ever so fast forward a couple years i'm playing ae uh like ae uh, uh and all that stuff then was it ultra came out 2013 2014 yeah something like that yeah roughly so I actually I think I, I still have a copy of Ultra Street Fighter Four 
somewhere uh, lingering around. And I was playing that like super hardcore online. So because I, I didn't know it much, I was just looking up YouTube videos and doing basic combos. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm in Chicago. I'm pretty sure there's people I can play against for money because I saw evil and everything. I want to do something like that. And lo and behold, when I had Facebook, I actually just found a random event and it had a Pokemon card game, a bunch of other games and Street Fighter four. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go there. I'm about to smoke everyone. Funny thing was that there was only one other guy for the tournament. <laughs> there was just one other guy. He was just chilling. We were just in the bag. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys are only two. So just play a round robin or play a first of three. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, no, I got this. I got this. I learned the combos. I don't know any block streams, but I know the combos when I land them. <laughs> I got 10 would <laughs> I don't know how you get 10 would in a tournament, but you get I got 10 would in a tournament in a first of three. So um, that happened. And then he was like, oh, um, you're not bad. You should join the Facebook uh, Street Fighter group in, in Chicago. So they Oh, yeah, sure. So he, he gave me the invite. I checked it out, checked out a bunch of events there. Um, one of our locals, Ignite Gaming, um, has locals like every Monday or so. And I kept going. I kept getting smoked, smoked, smoked so much. And, you know, it was a classic going back another week, try not to go 0 2, going back another week, try not to go 1 and 2. <laughs> and eventually, uh, Shoot Fire 5 came out, of course. Um, then I moved to Wisconsin. And then there was another local um, where I was like, oh, I'm the best in Wisconsin. Ain't no one who plays street fighting games in Wisconsin. <laughs> and then I may have met a certain man by the name of Brian F. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tell you, like, that man just cooked everyone. That man cooked everyone. And then he told me, he was like, oh, you're not meeting me. I was like, what's a meaty? <laughs> like, I, I kid you not. I did not know what meaty was yeah. for like two years straight. And he was like, you don't know what meaty was? And he was like, no. He was like, well, practice this. So I practiced it. I was like, oh, okay. And then that's kind of how all this happened. I mean, I went from being literally someone who probably was the scrubbiest person ever to now a contender for, like, what, probably one of the best in North America. Yeah, 100%. So, so is there – was there a point – where you either, like, remember making the decision or where you felt like you went from being that scrubby player to, like, being a competitor, right? Like, when what, like, what happened that you said to yourself, okay, I'm going to, like, really get good at this and I'm going to win a tournament? I think it was when I started to get, like, the second and third places at my local. Mm-hmm. specifically uh when i was super close to beating people and it was kind of like i'm growing for sure as a player i just need to i need that push you know what i'm saying and eventually i started to get the first places at the locals and mm-hmm. then i was like oh okay and then we're at the regionals you know uh you know a few years ago they did rebel uh conquests mm-hmm. you know for all the different cities and everything and i was like all right i'm starting to get there and then eventually 2018 was when I took second place to Joey at Minnesota, mm, mm. and it was like, oh, snap. He's actually, like, he's right there. Yeah. And it was kind of, <laughs> like, continuously surpassing what I'm, what I'm thinking I'm capable of. And I was like, oh, I'm actually doing this. I'm, I'm actually, like, keep getting progressively better and better. So I think it was just more so all the hours I grinded. When first it was just all about purely, you know, ranked, typical stuff. Like, I'm trying to get this rank and all this stuff. Then I was like... 
what if I play sets with people? What if I try to understand a game plan, try to formulate it? Mm-hmm. I started to take it bit by bit, and eventually, I don't know, something just clicked. I, I, I can't really tell you. I was just yeah. in that phase in tournament. All of a sudden, just like everything clicked to me. Oh, that's awesome. And out of just out of a morbid curiosity, uh, what does training look like? Mm. Training for me, um, well, right now in Street Fighter Six, there's one, there's so many tournaments to like, you know, train for the big ones. I mean, right now I'm actually like on the side, I'm kind of watching uh, Casa <laughs> and uh, uh, Bums tournament right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of seeing how that goes. So those are tournaments. But um, right now for training for me specifically, it's kind of, if I'm struggling with something, I try to figure out if it's either me, the game, or the characters. So, for example, if, uh, like, for example, uh, what was it? Tampa Never Sleeps, T- T- uh, TNS, mm-hmm. happened last last night. And when I tell you I was down to slumps after I lost, I was down to slumps. Both. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why am I losing? It's like, you know, you always ask this question, like, why am I losing? And then you look back and you're like, yo, why did you do that? <laughs> you tell you ask yourself why'd you do that? So I realized that was definitely like for sure a me thing where I kinda completely was off my game plan and I realized that I gotta train back up to, you know, play my way. You know, I wasn't playing how I normally play. So mm. typically training for me, I just try to make sure that I'm on point and if I struggle with the character, I try to lab the character out or play sets with someone who plays that character. So I get a better grasp because once, you know, big tournaments happen, I don't wanna be uh, you know, unexpected with some crazy setup or anything like that. And then, of course, the game is something else entirely, which is can go into like two hours about <laughs> certain things that are, let's say, iffy. Yeah. In this game, but yeah, yeah that's like, kind of like how my training does. But most of the time, I just me streaming, just trying to have fun and everything. Gotcha. And streaming is definitely something I want to hit on, but. Um, since you brought it up, uh, you brought up about how you were feeling down in the dumps yesterday after, uh, and I think I remember a couple of weeks ago as well, like you, like, uh, either lost a tournament or something had happened where you were like doing a lot of negative self-talk and I wanted, I, like, that's the specific reason why I brought you on the show and here's why. I feel like we don't see that side of a professional player, like when they're like beat down, right? I feel like a lot of when something like that happens, people are just like, oh, I lost. I'm sad. I'll be back later. Not like, oh, I'm frustrated at this thing that happened or like, why am I not performing to the level that I think I should, right? So I feel like that was something that was very relatable, uh, both to myself, because I am exactly like that. Like, I was also at that tournament and I lost to Shine, which like big surprise there and then i lost to somebody who i felt like i shouldn't have lost to and it was like damn yeah <laughs> uh, um so what do you think are some ways that you a cope with dealing with such a frustrating loss and how do you get yourself out of uh that slump and out of like that negative self-talk um so probably the first thing is mainly one I'm kind of grateful because I grew up with having a lot of patience uh, for a lot of stuff because I've definitely worked in customer service jobs. Mm-hmm. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, if you do not have patience for those jobs, you will actually get eaten alive out there. And I'm pretty sure anyone right now who works those can relate because I understand that people are angry and some of them can be angry over the littlest of things. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, all right, you know what? Not everyone's going to have the same best day. Not everyone's going to have the same day as you. You just got to 
take it try if you can try and make the day a bit better try and do it you know i try to do my best when i was uh working and everything so i did the same thing um but yeah it's mainly when i am in the slumps i kind of i really am more so the vocal person uh lately growing up when i've just been like yo i gotta just spit it out mm-hmm. why i'm angry because if i don't spit it out it's gonna eat me alive inside and then i'll be down the slumps another day and people are gonna be like why are you so sad today it's like nothing happened and it's like you, I'm, I'm just mad about yesterday so i think that's one thing that um that helps me out is just speaking out to whoever even if it's just my pillow or something mm-hmm. um but yeah that tends to be uh what I do. And then when I was down in the slumps, because the, I think it was the last week or week before, the reason why I was is actually because uh, I think I made top eight at a tournament, got smoked straight, had to play an ICFC right away, got smoked right away. And I was just like, <sighs> you know, I, I was telling myself I suck at this game and everything. I know my chat was trying to hype me up, be like, no, nah, you're good. But then I realized that. You got to tell yourself sometimes, like, one, these are weekly tournaments. They're not going to be, you know, one say be all, all these tournaments. You know, it's not the end of it. So I think I got to tell myself that and that these are really like training grounds. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not going to win everything. You're, I always tell myself you're going to lose a thousand times before you win once. And I think that's one thing that people for sure can live by because the amount of losses I've accumulated in Street Fighter Five is like... I don't know how many compared to like what I've won a decent amount of tournaments in True <laughs> Fighter Five, but and I've done a good amount of stuff. But you know, it's just you gotta accept losses for what they are. Of course, everyone's gonna be salty. It's your natural reaction, but you gotta take a moment. You know, don't go on someone's butt or anything like that. It's not their fault or anything like that. Just be like, you know. I, I try. I gotta try again next time, or just look at it as a constructive way. Do not be like you're stupid or anything, because that's definitely like self destruction. So mm-hmm. I think that's one. That's a uh, bunch of overall things what I tend to do. But you know, the saltiness gets to you. Yeah, <laughs> the saltiness definitely gets to you. Just to, hopefully your way can help you out better than others, because uh, you know some people I've just been like when they get salty, especially at this game. If you get drive impacted and you say I di that, it's like oof. Yeah, you feel it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and first of all, uh, thank you for taking the time to share that because I think that's something that like we all go through, and I think it's not something that's not very much talked about, but I think needs to be talked about, right? Especially uh, when it gets down to self destruction, right? Because we put so much time into playing, and everything can just fall like a house of cards one week and yeah. be like amazing another week right so uh yeah definitely uh i super appreciate the approach of like taking a credit uh taking criticism constructive criticism not necessarily like just beating yourself down so i hella appreciate that <laughs> um so Let's let's get into the streaming stuff because I I want to talk about that and as well as uh, your uh, your the team pickup that you got picked up by uh, Moist the Moist crew over yeah. there. I'm a big fan of Lord Charlie, so I saw that <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. Uh, so, how do you view streaming from like a top player perspective? Like, what? Why do you stream? <laughs> um, 
at first, back when I first was streaming, you know, it was just a casual, like, oh, I'm playing ranked, you know, just join me, whatever. And then I think I got into the mindset of I wanted to be the number one jury on CFN back in five. And I was like, that's an achievable goal. That's not too bad. You know, I'm not trying to win Evo at the moment or anything like that. So I'm just like, why not? And then what was it? I think I got the, the ranks and everything. And I was like, all right, cool. What's next? You know? So I just kept streaming, just trying to show off my gameplay and everything. And eventually it definitely got to the point where I was like, oh, a lot of people tune tune in to watch me. Um, I didn't expect this. I didn't know what to do with it at the first. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, I'm not doing nothing too crazy. Uh, but streaming kind of lately is, well, first is my job now. <laughs> it's pretty, <laughs> pretty cool now to say, um, I never thought this would happen, but it's really just me, really just me, just being me. I, I don't really know how to, you know, put on a facade or anything. It's kind of hard for me to lie continuously to someone for, to people for like, I don't know, eight to 12 hours every day. I'm like, that's kind of hard for me to do. So I enjoy rank because I like to interact with people because mm-hmm. they have been more so uh, outgoing, uh, especially. So it helps you, you know, talk to people. You know, you're not you're not being pressured into going to an event or anything like that. You're just like literally just in your house doing whatever and you're having fun with people that have the same common interest in you. So I find streaming to be most of the time relaxing. It's not really, you know, super, super difficult to do. And now it's kind of custom for me to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm streaming. <laughs> I'm really, really used to just having a camera on my face. And I like to have fun, especially on the camera, um, especially if you see me at Comic Break or any other tournament. I just make faces and memes. <laughs> so I am not really, like, shy, camera shy, really. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. And has there been has has there been anything that you've learned about the game that you would not have learned if you were not streaming? I probably wouldn't learn certain combos or setups. I'm not going to lie because, you know, the funny thing about Twitch and Twitter is that they're kind of intertwined mm-hmm. because, you know, if you've seen one setup on Twitter, all of a sudden someone in the chat would be like, oh, no, 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 I found this other setup. And you're like, wait, what? And you click and you're like, wait, what? I've been doing this all wrong. And that's kind of cool because you have a lot, you have a, a collective of people who are sharing knowledge with you. And some of them can be have a bit more knowledge than you about something or someone. And it can help you out eventually because then they can be like, oh, yeah, I know this person does this. Like, oh, cool. Good to know. All of a sudden you win the tournament. And you're like, oh, snap, because you told me that. And you're, you know, you're in my uh, my circle and everything. It's kind of like they just helped you out. So I do think streaming can help you interact with people. And eventually when you find people of the same interest, they kind of help you out. And, you know, you may help them out vice versa. So I generally appreciate that from streaming. So just being able to interact with people and have fun. For sure. And uh, on the flip side of that coin, has like have you like regretted streaming uh, either like maybe like somebody watched your streams and studied you up for a tournament or an event or anything like that? Like, do you worry at all about like having your gameplay out there so readily available? Uh, not really. Com- uh, cons- considering the Internet right now is just too big. And at this point. I probably can make an alt account and people will find it. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be like, yeah, there's no way I can hide. Like, 
I can make something like not related to my name at all, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's him." And I'm like, <laughs> I, "I don't even know how you knew that. I, I don't even like tweet about this or say anything about this account." But okay, but um, no, I don't mind it mainly because it's like, I mean, look at some of the greats who are streaming: Momochi, Sako, Punk, Daigo, all of them. They're streaming perfectly fine. It's just you know, in those tournament settings, you know, if you can handle all those habits and understand what to do. I mean, good stuff to you, but if they do it at different intervals, now what? All of a sudden, you just don't have that habit anymore. So I think uh, I, I just don't mind if people tune in my stream to uh, like watch me and understand my gameplay because I, I would do the exact same thing. I was one of those people who literally just looked at your stream or try to look up your results on CFN. I found no secret accounts on CFN mm-hmm. because no one could hide from me. <laughs> and so if people are going to do it, if I used to do it, people are going to do it. So I'm just like, sure. It go ahead, cool. Um, yeah, I feel like that was something that a lot of people tend to worry about, but it's cool that, and it, uh, especially like hearing from other people that it's just like, ah, that doesn't really matter. So it's really cool to hear that, like, you know, you, you, there, there's no more of that, like, save that shit for nationals type of mentality yeah. where everybody just hides <laughs> behind something. Um, so let's talk about uh, your, your pickup joining the moist crew. Um, how did that all come about? Like, what was that process like? Oof. Well, um, or at least what you tell you that, I don't know if you're, yeah, this is definitely like a story. Um, so it was the Thursday before combo breaker. I actually got contacted with another team who wanted me and I was like, Oh, snap. They, uh, it was like, you know, whatever team. And I was looking at them. I was like, wait, no, this team's legit. Like they've won, uh, like national championships for other games, like million dollar mm-hmm. uh, champions. And I was like, oh, okay. So I asked around my friends, they're like, yo, do you know this team? And they're like, oh, yeah, they're they're legit. They're legit. Some knew, some didn't, but most of the time, what they knew, they said they were legit. I was like, oh, snap. So I talked to them, or I told them, like, yeah, I'll be interested, but I'm at a tournament right now. So I'll let you guys know afterwards. So like, okay, cool. Um, Post Comma Breaker, I think it was the Monday night afterwards. Charlie literally just DMs me and said, hey, I'm interested in a moist uh, esports Street Fighter 6 player. Do you want to join? And I was like, what? It's going to be all so hard. And keep in mind, this is at midnight. So I was just like, uh, I'm about to go to sleep. Um, I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> so I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place when it comes to offers. They were both offering pretty good like uh, deals and everything. So I was just like, Damn. That's all I could say. Damn. Um, Because what is it? Street Fighter 6 was coming out in like three or four days. I was preparing myself mentally for that. I was not focused on sponsorships at all. And it was like, I was like, so now while I'm streaming for like 12 hours, I have this back in my head being like, yo, you got to make a decision who you want right now. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Um... I don't know how to go about this because it's my first time actually dealing with, like, you know, uh, salary base type mm-hmm. things. So I was like, wow. Um, so I, I really kind of my counsel is my mom and my dad, actually. So I asked for my counsel, like, for advice. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of going like, well, depending on how you feel about those teams and how you feel as a person, like, it's up to you. But so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da, like whatever you feel like because they can say you know take this offer take that but it's up to me so it took me about a week and a half to decide and i was like 
okay, I think I'm going to join Moist. Because they definitely were, like, more so just talking to me, like, hey, your streams are doing well. Uh, we like seeing, like, you, uh, pers- your personality stands out. You look pretty cool. You look chill. You know, if you ever need questions about us. So I was like, oh, they really, you know, they want to talk to me. They want to interact. They want to be there. So I was like, okay. They seem like a good org, so I decided to join them. And lo and behold, I was like, wow, the, uh, I'm joining Moist. You know, this guy who's the meme of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, baby, that's what I've been waiting for. And I was like, I've only seen that guy on YouTube like every so often. I'm like, now I'm about to see him. Like the guy interacts with Ludwig in them. And that's a funny thing about me, especially in uh, when I was younger, is that i not going to lie. I kid you not. I kid you not. I thought Justin Wong and all those top players were fake. Like they weren't <laughs> real people. Like I, I didn't I thought they were like, ain't no one from Japan's gonna come to America and playing fighting games. And then I was like, wait, are they real? Wait, holy <laughs> crap, they're real. So <laughs> to me that I had that same type of feel when I saw that uh DM and I was like, Wow. <laughs> and now I can say like, Yeah, you uh I work for Moist Esports. Hell yeah. She's like, holy crap, man. Dude, uh, I I think my favorite part about Moist Esports is he, uh, Charlie, watches everybody he sponsors on his stream. Yeah. And, dude, like, the way they get hype for, like, Rocket League, like, they'll, like, just start hitting, like, baseball bats and, like, slamming them on couches. And then, like, if oh, they yeah, start they'll just the, they'll just go ballistic. And I'm like, they're <laughs> imagine Evo or imagine, like, just majors and it's just, like. Wow, <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. super exciting. Um, so, going back to going back to what you were saying about how you could not believe that people actually came from Japan to the U.S. to play fighting games. Um, how do you feel looking at the numbers for Evo? I mean, this is definitely like the big topic, especially uh, this week. I would say, but um, when I saw those numbers at Evo, I was like. Street Fighter 6 is such a good product and a game and that it's insane to think about that whoever and I believe these numbers are updated but I think whoever wins Street Fighter 6 at EVO will one get I think at least 50k and up or 40k mm-hmm. and also be qualified for CPT and then also you've beaten like almost 10k people <laughs> at one game and you maintain like your in your sanity for that long because i i just know that evil saturday especially is going to be a marathon because this game can either go very slow or very quick yeah and if you're not on point it can you can actually flop over um so when i saw those numbers i definitely was genuinely excited uh because you know this is my first time actually because uh, I wasn't at Evo during beginning of Street Fighter Five, so I never saw like you know those numbers. I think what was it? It passed five thousand. Yeah, it was like five thousand something. Yeah, yeah, five thousand roughly. So yeah, this is my first time where you know you see like almost everyone come out. Like I saw the attendees list, and it was literally just like I'm talking Punk, Daigo, Shuto, Tokido, Bonchan, F Champ, Alex Myers, JB, uh, Nephew, like all of them like. Like this is this is literally just insane because I'm super excited to see all these people and I'm like the amount of different play styles are gonna intertwine is gonna be insane. And I also know that 
when it comes to the suites with the sets, you already know that a bunch of people are going to have those hidden rooms. Be like, yo, come to room 102. <laughs> and it's like, we got four people only. That's all we getting, bro. So, yeah, I saw those. And I know that, um, what was it? Marvel Ultimate Wars Capcom 3 broke records, which is really amazing because I love seeing that game. Mm-hmm. I love just seeing, uh, what is it? Virgil being motivated or yeah. Dark Phoenix comes out. And I'm like, well, you know, it's a good run. <laughs> Uh, I do enjoy that game for sure. So I was really happy to see that. Um, and then, are you happy I with believe... all the anti-Phoenix tech that's been coming out since? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like that character. Screw that character. <laughs> I, I don't like the character. I love Virgil comebacks. Virgil mm-hmm. comebacks are fair and honest, okay? We all can agree on that. You have to get, you have to hit them, okay? Yeah. But for Phoenix, I, I, I block, I die. Like, imagine <laughs> saying that. Um. So, yeah, I, uh, Guilty Gear, I believe, also broke the numbers, yeah. I believe, yep. as well. Here, yeah. I actually have I, the numbers here. Let me pull them up. Yeah, yeah, but I think they broke. I want to because they were one k. I think last year. Yeah, I think now they're yeah they're at uh, roughly almost two point five, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just awesome to see that you know despite you know Street Fighter Six being a hot and stuff, some games are still growing. I mean, Marvel is Marvel Three is a decade. Is it two decades? No, it's not. It's a decade. I think uh, it's like one decade. I think because it came out what like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I think. Was that vanilla or was that uh, ultimate? I think that might have been ultimate. Hey Google, <laughs> when did Marvel Three come out? <laughs> when did Marvel Three come out? <laughs> I was thinking. I, wanna... I think it's a decade in some uh, years. It could be wrong. Oh, uh, vanilla came out in 2011. So my bad. So it must have been 2012, 2013. Yeah. Ultimate. So yeah, roughly a decade at this point. Dang, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we're kind of, like, it feels like, you know, we're in that melee area with Marvel when it comes to, like, it just keeps growing and growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, after years where, like, it was a little bit uh stopping a bit, but then, what was it, 2022, 2023, and now, like, we're, it's going to be, I think it's a Sunday game now. It's yeah. actually, like, back to being a Sunday game. It's crazy to think about, like, and it has 20 or 25K in the pot. Mm-hmm. It's like there's actual money in there, so... It is pretty nice to see all that, but yeah, the evil numbers got me excited. Um, I think a lot of people will tend to be nervous because I think it's like always when you look at the numbers, half of those people will go zero and two, and it's crazy thing about like when you go to Evo, you could be three k one one out of three k people to go zero and two at a tournament, and I'm like, you know, it's a new game, it's okay, have fun, enjoy yourself, it's Vegas, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to just play everyone. I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I won't smoke. Always good. Uh, so you, like you mentioned, uh, Saturday with it being this large is going to be a hell of a marathon, right? <laughs> it's yeah. what was it like? You get out of pools and you still have like top like two thousand something. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how do you train for like uh like such a long term like day like that like what like what goes through your head when you're seeing that coming up uh first thing in my mind is put on walking shoes do not put on those fancy little whatever shoes you can walk about 30 minutes and then your feet start to hurt do not do that uh, i don't plan on doing that um i only put on my fancy shoes probably friday maybe <laughs> sunday um but it's also a thing of you know if you have momentum especially if you're constantly winning um Especially in this game, I would say 
take a break, breathe it, stretch it out, make sure you're good because you don't want to be just because uh, you can actually be burned out playing, especially in this game. Because if you play like, imagine if you do the Bonchan run, you got to lose this right away. Mm-hmm. You got to make it all the way back. And I'm like, bro, that is <laughs> that, that out of like what seven thousand people. That's I don't know how many matches Bonchan I, played in 2017. Yeah, but that's like probably double or triple what he did. So. Like, if you do that, somehow you are Jesus Christ reincarnated or something. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would say that if you are playing, especially in Street Fighter 6, take your time. If you need a moment to get some water, stretch, do whatever. I know it's going to be crowded as hell. I know you're going to be like, oh, I can't wait to play. I want to either there's adrenaline rush. I want to keep it going. Sometimes you need to take a breather, rethink, come back to it, and shoot. If you have to look at the character selection for, like, two minutes real quick, do that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my thing when it comes to preparing. I kind of just go with the flow. Um, I'm really a very chill guy. So when they're like, you ready to play again? I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Like I say a super nonchalant because I'm really just nonchalant. Yeah. So this for sure will be a test how well I can maintain, uh, like my stamina because my mind definitely gets burnt out probably after playing like a first to 10 first to 20 in this game so mm-hmm. playing multiple first to twos will definitely take it out of me so we'll see how i go this year hopefully i don't burn out too quickly yeah um and just for fun do you have any predictions on what's gonna happen like you want me to call a top six right now who's winning or you want me to just call everything out right now i mean i'll call it i'm if I'm you a gotta wizard. call it if you gotta i do mean it. all right all right so listen listen here's what's gonna happen here's what's gonna happen America's not making top eight unless I'm in top eight or top six. Sorry, top six. So if I'm not in top six, uh, we're not winning. Um, uh, we will have a blonde win Evo for sure. Okay, it doesn't matter which blonde. So that's guaranteed at least. Luke, Guile, Cami, uh, Ken. So we're okay. guaranteed at least those blondes. Um, I want to say. This is going to be a hard call. We may have like 15 upsets happen. Now, it's hard to say upset mainly because this is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be like, oh, what's an upset? And I want to say an upset probably like if you, especially in America, because it's kind of like we're, since we're regional based, because like you'll probably know someone from your scene and you're like, oh, he's got like, we've been known him. And then I'll be like, oh, I know my guy. He's got like, and you're like, I don't know who he is. He, he's trash. I think we're going to have one of those things where like a secret killer is, or se- multiple secret killers are going to spice up the bracket. And we're going to be like, good. I can't call it. <laughs> it's one going to be one of those things. Um, Cause that always happens at Evo. Cause um, I'm not sure if you remember last year, but Mira, the lawyer player from uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. She actually beat Pugera mm-hmm. uh, for in top like 16. And she was cooking up all the players and i think she lost to chris and had she beaten chris it would have been a midwest team kill for top eight damn so i think we're gonna have those situations happen to evil a lot um i'm really excited to see those because i'm gonna be on the sidelines being like that wouldn't happen to me though (laughs) me personally so and i definitely will be the guy who uh who uh let's say uh does the the bison dollars intense Mm -hmm. nudge Mm -hmm. nudge yeah yeah um, so, you know, if someone does like, what score one, one, they, they do this. Cause that's a classic evil, uh, trick. You got to <laughs> find the setup. Cause the amount of 
especially big uh, high level matches that won't be streamed, mm-hmm. is actually going to be massive. Like, yeah, it's like imagine the birds playing off stream, loser side. Yep. Like, like it's going to be exciting, scary, and I'm gonna love it. Okay, so on this show we do bets here, but we oh. bet pizzas. Pizzas. Yeah. So. Do you want to? Are you ready to put a pizza on the line for uh, no Americans in top eight, except for you? <laughs> oh, you are you are a good gambling man with the pizzas, huh? <laughs> you uh, you'd call my bluff like this? Oh, <laughs> Ooh. okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Here's my question. Here's my mm-hmm. question. Does Mena count? If Mena makes top eight, is that considered America top eight or Dominican Republic top eight? We could say North America. Let's say North America. North America? Okay. Oh, that's tough. You, you, <laughs> ah, you got me really thinking like North America. That's America is one thing. North America. Oh, my God. That's including like Kaaba, Mana, all of them. Like, no top eight. Oh, no. Hold on. It's top six. Oh, yeah. Top that's six. Right. Top six. Mm, you know what? You know what? I'll take that. Only because I'm a caller right now. Americans are gonna choke at like thirteenth and ninth place, mm. and seventh. I, I I feel it. You just I can feel so, when yeah. someone's about to choke. Because <laughs> what? I kid you not. Watch what happens. Someone's gonna do the combo. Low forward drive rush. Oh, just kill them. Burn all your meter. They burn all the meter. They forget how to super input. Mm. Super doesn't come out. I'm like, and guess what happens? <laughs> they get smoked. I. I you know what? I think I'll take it. I okay. I will take that bet. Okay. So anybody from North America makes it to top eight, I owe you a pizza. Nobody from North America makes top eight, you owe me a pizza. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. Oh, uh, and good thing we'll be we'll both be at Evo, so I'll just. Oh, yeah. You, we'll just yeah. walk up to like, you know, where's the pizza? Where's the pizza? <laughs> I don't see no pizza on you. Come on. Let's go. Let's go outside. Yeah, there's pizza right there. Yeah. Up. Uh, can't wait to have some of that patented Las Vegas pizza. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, oh, so, with with everything said and done, uh, with like this gigantic rise in numbers with Street Fighter Six, uh, with the end of Street Fighter Five. First, I this is something I wanted to ask, but I completely forgot to ask. Also, it's nine o'clock. I asked for thirty minutes of your time. Are you cool staying a little bit longer? Or do I you have stay to stay as long as you want? Midnight? How long do you want me to stay? You know what I'm uh, saying? Dude, you, we'll go until 6 a.m., man. No, I'm just kidding. Shoot, let's do it. Okay. I'm too old. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, first of all, I wanted to ask, uh, after years and years and years of Street Fighter V, of consist- almost consistently making top eight, if not consistently making top eight, and that's lack of knowledge on my part, not me calling you out or anything, mm-hmm. uh, how did it feel to finally like get the big win at Combo Breaker? Especially after like the crazy uh, exhibition drama that went down the year before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people, I think, told me after my win, I think they definitely said it was literally like poetic as ever to like crawl, finally like just tie the ribbon with Street Fighter V because it was kind of like my story was this kid just couldn't win locals. And now he's slowly winning regionals. And now he's slowly becoming one of the best players in North America. He's qualified for Capcom Cup. He's played in Street Fighter League. He beat the West Coast. <laughs> All he needs is his last one. And I think it will be set in stone. 
And I think what it was when I went lost to uh, to Shine and Texas Showdown. I I was I was perfectly fine with it. I was like, I think me and Shine are going back and forth, back and forth. I think it was probably fine. Um, it's just that I kind of wanted to have the two wins. Mm-hmm. I kind of low key wanted two wins, but it was probably fine to get in Frosty Fossing's first place, Texas Showdown second place, and then Combreaker uh, first place. And when I won, and then I think Rick Hotto even said. I think I'm the first ever Midwest player to win Combo Breaker. Damn. Which, you know, for the last year of Street Fighter V, I mean, I don't know how else, else to complete the story. I mean, yeah, that's pretty crazy to see. And Combo Breaker is always a tournament that I enjoy. Um, so I was just like, man, from watching spectators, like not being able to make out of polls to like being on the stage and winning was just so awesome. And I enjoyed it so much. Um, <laughs> I, I loved it, uh, and then I was I was just thinking to myself like, if people remember Street Fighter Five and they remember Vegas last year, they're like, you won the last tournament. I'm like, yeah, I was that guy. <laughs> so you know, it, it's it's definitely nice to have that win. I just make sure not to put it all on my all over my head or anything like that, and mm-hmm. be like, oh, you won this, therefore you're better. It's like humble yourself a little bit, relax. It's a new game. Don't don't put yourself like all up there so i always want to make sure to remind remind myself after that win like relax <laughs> yeah. you, you it's your moment but you know don't don't go too much into it so that's definitely a thing of mine that i tend to do so but i was really happy to just close that ribbon out on street fighter 5 hell yeah and how has the transition from 5 to 6 gone for you like has there been anything that's been plaguing you specifically about street fighter six or has anything not clicked or has something has everything clicked how's that been going and <laughs> let me tell you something about this game uh-huh. um so uh one of the things uh especially during the first betas was that the priority system is gone completely so no like you know heavy speed mediums mediums mm-hmm. lights so on and so forth um that definitely threw me off because i'm thinking in my head like oh i did he he's gonna do a medium so i can do a heavy to crush or punish counter i'm like it doesn't work like that they hit on the same frame you just guys hit it's like oh okay um so that was a thing and also uh kind of like medium mediums aren't necessarily a thing and the frame data changing up definitely throws me off a bit but that was during like the first two betas ish i still trying to get used to the game get used to the mechanics um but then after like the third their third like open beta i Really got used to it. I got understanding of it. And then when the game came out, stuff started to click. So for some reason, some people tend to say that I can understand stuff pretty quickly. To me, it take, it feels like it takes me eternity. But I guess, you know, a week to me is, like, quick and easy for them. But I don't know. Yeah. Um. So it definitely uh, didn't take me too long to understand the game, how stuff works and everything, and also the reactions for it. Um. The main thing I think my gripe with this game is that it eats inputs a lot. Yeah. And when I say a lot, it means a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure you've had it where, uh, let's say someone drive rush with a fireball, and you press parry as they drive rush, but you get a button, and you're like, I didn't poke out. And you check the replay, you actually did the right call. But the game eats your input and assumes, oh, you did a button. And I think it's unless you're a modern, it's a classic control actually bug. And uh, I realized that because then I actually had the same situation where Someone did a fireball, so I par- I parried, but because they drove rush, I actually got a button, and I was like, 
I didn't. The game even shows me doing parry, and I was so confused. So that's definitely a big thing about this game is that it eats inputs a lot, and I kind of hope that it changes up a bit. Also, uh, the padded uh, drive rush is very annoying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I play a drive rush character. I'll admit <laughs> it. She's cheap as ever, but it's funny to think when I say even I can't check it. Mm. And it's crazy to think about, like, when the person playing the character cannot beat their own moves, it's kind of saying something about the game. Yeah. Um, but with this game, it's really hard to change the mechanics without changing the whole flow of the game. Yeah. Because if they change it so that way, all right, if you parry drive rush, it's now two bars. It's like, all right, well, I can still play the same game, roughly. It's just I do it a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just like, uh, like well, if I get the get the combo, I'm still like in the same same good situation. Doesn't matter. Um, so it's really hard for them to change up how stuff is because the drive uh, drive system is so like it's just so weird to like mess with. You don't want to change up too much because then you shake the meta, and it's very nervous to change. Um, but one thing I think uh, <clears throat> that a lot of pro players are saying is that when someone drive rush at you, they should be in punished counter state. Mm. which I think is a pretty good idea because if you do have good reactions, you actually punish them for going offensive and they lose a bar as well. So I think that's a perfectly good way to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not a developer. I don't know like if that'll be crazy big or anything like that. I, I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, that's probably my biggest gripe. I want to say about the game also, well that, and also fireball is being way too strong. Like <laughs> fire gal yeah. is super good. Jury's fireball super good. Ken's slow fireball super good. Like a lot of characters' fireballs are so good, yet there's not many uh, fireball like answers to fireball. Um, I think probably Capcom thought Perry will be like the big brain, you know, classic option. But you can't. It's hard to beat a guy with Sonic booming when I'm just walk up Perry. Already put me back in that situation. Yep. Walk up Perry. Walk up Perry, and then it's like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Doing. <laughs> I can't drive impact because he reacts, and it's like. With those characters, you gotta have good patience. That's yeah. my best guess. Unless you're Cammy, which in in that case, spin, spin knuckle. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I enjoyed the game. It's just a little bit of stuff here and there, but especially after season one, Street Fighter Five, I think this is way better. Mm-hmm. This is this is way way better. I think everyone could agree on that. Yeah. No, and uh, I think I saw you in Automatics chat earlier when he was going through it uh, today with uh, eating inputs or getting inputs. Oh yeah, he he was suffering. I was like. Yeah, dude. Yep. It's, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're all just like, we all have had it, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. No, and, and it's all in solidarity. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, we all understand what that feels like. Um, man, I think, for me personally, I think the one change I would do is if you tried to do something without having the meter for it, you just get put into burnout and you don't actually get the thing. So, like, if you try to do a drive rush when you only have a little sliver... And you try to oh, do you a cancel drive slash like right away. Yeah. Just okay. because then it would force people to like really pay attention to their meter. And if you try to overexert yourself, you're going to get screwed. You're actually like going to be done. Yeah. <laughs> to me, or maybe like, that like would, shooty. That would yeah. be like. It, or like maybe like a weaker version. Like if you drive rush, all right, you'll get it, but you only get like plus two frames. Ex- yeah, exactly. Or something like that, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because I hate like the. Like you have a sliver left and like. I don't know, like somebody DIs or they get, oh yeah, or get that they get like a drive rush low forward or something like that. (laughs) 
it's it's annoying when you just see that little pixel. You're like, come on, just burn it, just burn it, just burn it, just burn it. <laughs> just get a, just do it. And they're like, right, wait. Uh, and then uh, something else I, I wanted to talk about is with Rashid coming up. There's the controversy of Rashid being tournament legal for Evo coming up. Like, do you have any opinions on how Capcom's handling that? Um. Okay. So when I first saw like uh kind of like how they're doing cpt and everything i think everyone their mom legitimately said oh he's coming out after evo i think everyone agreed on that you know it was common sense you get everyone riled up boom rashid's coming out oh guess what he's out tomorrow it's like oh snap it's so cool it would have made perfect one but then they said nah we're just gonna here's this trailer on a random wednesday mm-hmm. which is like very odd <laughs> um so it was definitely odd and then they said he's available like like 10 days before evil and then we were like why like what it was so weird and i think it definitely was getting people started up like oh you know he's too crazy of a character he's not gonna be we're not gonna be able to play him or anything like that he's too weird even my uh good friend lizard man he's a rashid connoisseur mm-hmm. he was just like oh i'm just gonna uh he doesn't care about the evil as much because he's gonna pick ryu but he's like i'm play casual with rashid a lot and that's what the mindset we were going, like, okay, you know, Rashid will play casuals. Then they said, no, he's legal. Um, <laughs> and in my head, I was like, yo, Capcom, you just don't care, huh? You, you just <laughs> you just said they want chaos and as much of it as possible. Because I know someone's going to just play Rashid. They don't know what they're doing. They're just going to do it. And hopefully they don't get knowledge checked. Um, but I would say that if it's in within the rules, they – they always have the right to do so. And I believe C I don't think it's C I think it's C B T rules where it says like uh like a week or something. I forgot who is it who it is. I think it is C B T though. But normally people tend to say always two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, two weeks. And Rashid would have been like just outside of that two weeks. So it made sense. But um it was definitely like an interesting choice. Uh <laughs> now the real question is who's gonna play him? Like big, uh, big pro players. You know, I think for myself because I did play him in Street Fighter Five. I maybe, I maybe will. I can't promise it. Uh, I'm not sure I want to bank Evo on Rashid <laughs> just yet. Um, but I will play him in casuals, try and get a feel for him. Um, but for me personally, I don't mind Rashid being out or being a, a lot to play i'm really a chill guy about that now if it was the weekend before i'll be like oh no 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 that's that's a big no no but you get 10 days and because i believe that's 10 days uh not including that thursday where people fly out so i think it's fair game so actually you know if you're a big streamer and everything and before evil you try and do all that i would say grind hard do what you gotta do i think it's okay so you know May the turbulent wind, you know, not smoke you or anything, but you know that them pools, the pool Rashids, bro, they about to be out there. So I'm excited to see if anyone got some sauce with Rashid, because I'm known to be a sauce stealer. So if I see anything, I'm stealing it. So I am ready to see some turbulent wind. Hell yeah. So we talked about the beginning. We talked about the end of Street Fighter V, beginning of Street Fighter VI. We talked about the future, right, with Evo coming up. Um, 
I, I wanted to leave off the interview with uh, a little advice from you. So for somebody who's out there who either is having a hard time finding a local scene or they're scared of going to locals because they're too shy or they just don't know like what's going to happen. Do you have any advice for people who are like trying to get into the FGC but just either can't because of themselves or uh, they just don't know uh, where to where to go? Um, I would say if uh, I would say first off, people who don't have a local try to actually maybe join a, a, just a random tournament. You don't have to win it or anything like that. I'm doing too well, but like join the Discord for it because I guarantee you there is someone just like you who may have been new or may like want to take on newcomers and just be like, oh yeah, we have a Discord over here. Let me show you, give me a link, and you can interact with so many people over the internet. Like I'm probably in like 20 plus Discords literally just because of the FGC, and some of them I have lifelong friends with, and that like that literally just started with one invite from me just talking to someone randomly. So I would say. Uh, if you know you're too nervous to show up uh, offline or anything like that, just you know take it online. Of course, uh, you, you're not showing your face, you're not doing anything, you're not speaking, you're just typing, you're just chilling with people. You get to know them, you start building up, uh, you know, a little bit of trust with them. You start having fun with them. They may teach you some new things. So always, you know, try to have an open mind when it comes to interacting with people. Do not try and be closed-minded. Be like, I gotta play with so and so, otherwise, I'm not gonna grow better. Um, to those people who actually have locals uh, but are too afraid to attend them, I would say, you know, not everyone has, you know, the courage to, like, go out, out and show face and everything. Not everyone's, like, socially uh, the same, uh, especially when it comes to, like, you know, if you're hanging out at a bar or something like that, maybe you don't drink or something or whatever. Uh, just try to, you know, I try to keep it a neutral face when I tend to go to a local or some area I don't know because I don't want to give the wrong signals, you know, I don't want to do that. So I would say that if you're trying to go out there, try to have a neutral face. Don't be uh super uh, close-minded other. Like I got to do this right here. Otherwise I'm not gonna do anything else. Try, try to be neutral and then go like maybe interact with a group. Be like, Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's plus one. You know, you can just add a little remark. That's the crazy thing about sometimes an FGC, you can add a little remark and you're in a conversation. <laughs> I kid you not. So many people have like said something to me. I don't know them. But I'm just hanging out with them, having fun, it, just because they're chill. So that's some simple little advice. Like just have, have a simple uh, neutral face. Be chill. Be relaxed. Really, no one's going to hurt you at a local. I don't believe anyone <laughs> will ever do that. Um, but, yeah, those are kind of my my tendencies I tend to do at locals. Um, but, you know, if you're out there and – you're new to the scene or something like that, and you're trying to be like, oh, I want to be like just a kid. You're going to lose a lot before you ever win. I, I Let me tell you this. You're going to suffer. You're going to be annoyed. You're going to be angry. You're going to be sad. But guess what? From that, those all those emotions, you, someone's going to be like, all right, now go play and, and do something different or anti-RDP. They're going to be like, but I don't do it once out of 10. Do it two out of 10. Do it three out of 10. They're going to tell you like, Trust me, it's going to be a grind, but soon enough, it will be worth it. So do not give up. Try to attend the local, get some knowledge from people, talk to people, interact, have fun, cry, be angry, whatever. Just, you know, just go out there. And I promise you, this is sometimes it doesn't feel like a community. It feels like a family. Mm -hmm. When I tell you, like, it, when you come to this uh, community and eventually when you're here for a while, 
it literally turns into a family where like you can be like that. Yo, that's my brother. And of course, it may not be blood related, but you guys know each other for like five, six years at this point. And I'm like, yeah, like some people in this NFGC got called my family. So you will have that soon enough. Hell yeah. Just a kid. Uh, last but absolutely not least, uh, where can people find you and what do you have going on? What's next? Um, well, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at just a kid with two D's at 55, um, or type in probably Jack or probably find me somewhere up there. Um, same thing with YouTube. If you type in Jack jury or just a kid jury, you'll find me as well. Uh, Twitch, just a underscore kid 55. Those are technically my three ways to like be around. Um, but what's next for me is actually, I'm going to be on get, get, get on my level next weekend. Oh, cool. In Toronto, they have a nice little Shiva Sick tournament. So I was like, I never been to Toronto. I've never been to Canada. So why not? Um, then after that is uh, Evo, and then after that, let's say it's a surprise for now. Oh, who knows? I mean, it's still in talks, but it may happen. Hopefully, um, but for now, it's a surprise. But other than that, um, it's really just constantly being annoyed by drive rush online <laughs> and have but having fun about it so hell yeah just a kid dude thank you so much for hopping on here uh especially on short notice because i reached out to you i think yesterday so thanks for <laughs> thanks for taking the time to be here thanks for sharing uh a lot of your thoughts and experiences uh i'll definitely be hitting you up at evil we'll like high five and then exchange pizza for whoever wins or loses uh well i mean i'm taking your pizza and i mean I want a pizza. You know what I'm saying? Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll find out on Sunday. <laughs> no, it's a given. I, I'm already getting pizza. I, I need you to call it in right now. Oh, well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Got to wait for my paycheck to go through. Uh, I work a nine to five. No, no. Sorry. I checked the bank account. You're good. You're good. You're good for it. <laughs> I checked it. Uh, you're, you're good. Well, you're you good. know, I, my, my foot hurts. Oh, no, no. Okay. So the, the numbers for his card number is four, five, <laughs> nine, two. Uh, social security number and all that stuff. The numbers on the back. You know what I'm saying? Damn, bro, how did you on. get all my info, dude? Jeez, I know all, oh, bro. If I can find a CFN, I can find anything. Damn, that's dangerous. <laughs> Wait, do you know the fun fact about me? Like, I know a lot of people's uh, colors in the game. Oh, really? No one ever told you that fun fact. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> the fun fact before I, I go. Um, in Street Fighter Five, I actually could tell pro players their like specific costume and color. And they'll be freaked out. Like, kid you not, look this up for yourself. Shiva 5, Punk uses Nostalgia Color 5. Wow. He used Ingrid Color 10. Uh, Big Bear used Battle Outfit Color 10. Um, Angry Bear was a sweat. He only used Default 1. Um, <laughs> what was it? Bonchan used Red Bull Color 2, I believe. Um, <laughs> Damn. Uh, Gachikun used Battle Outfit Color 2. Uh, and funny enough, in this game... I don't know just yet of people's colors, but if you give me like a few months, I will remember nearly everyone's colors by the time this game is uh, done with this first season. Okay. We'll definitely have you back on the show and check on that then. <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid. <laughs> Sounds good. Dude, thank you again. I super appreciate you hopping on, and uh, I'll see you at Evo. Yep. See you at Evo. Peace Until out, everyone. Then. Much love. Much thanks. Big thanks. I meant to say much love, but I said much thanks. Or big thanks. I don't know. Anyway, that was just a kid. Uh, big thank you to him. I'm so happy we finally got him on the show. And hopefully we'll have him on the show again soon. Um, that's it for today's show. We went over by about 
30 minutes, so you're welcome for the extra content, I suppose. Uh, this is going to be it for me today. I want everybody in everybody in the, the audio world and in the visual world, both here on Twitch and on YouTube, to listen up because these next couple weeks are going to be a little bit interesting. Next week, normal, right? Next week, everything completely normal. The week after that, no shows. I'm going to be on a road trip. So uh, the week of Thursday, the 27th, we will not have a show. And then the week after that is Evo. And hey, guess what? We're doing a show from Evo. So again, show next week. Week after that, no go. Week after that, big Evo show. All right? Everybody follow? Cool. If you if it's uh, too complicated, which it probably is, I'm probably not explaining it right. I'll, I'll set up a schedule. Uh, but either way, this is gonna be it for the show tonight. Thank you everybody for coming to hang out. Special thanks to Just the Kid for hopping on and chatting with us. I'm so happy we got to talk about everything I wanted. Uh, that's gonna be it. Big thank you to Die by Sword for the big resub earlier. I appreciate all of you, and I will catch you all. For the show next week. For streams, maybe I'll be on tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, thanks, everybody. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.